Hey everyone, this is Gene Marks and welcome back to the Paychecks Business Podcast. And you know, uh, I've been speaking with Thad Inge actually about um, some of the opportunities that are available for any businesses that are located in low to moderate income areas. There is a definition for that that I would like to share. It's a low income area means a census track, you know, wherever you're located. As reported in the most recent census, uh, that's published by the department, the uh, Bureau of the Census, where there's a poverty rate of at least 20% or in which the median family income does not exceed 50 to 80% of the area around you, the statewide or metropolitan median uh, family income. So to, to, to translate that into English, right? Say you've got a business in Philly, because that's where I live, and you've got a business in North Philadelphia. Well, for starters, the poverty rate there is definitely 20%. So you're in an LMI. Let's say you're in another area of Philly, like say West Philadelphia. Um, and you, in your area, the medium family income in that area is anywhere from 50 to 80% of what it is in the suburbs, for example. Well, then you're in a low to moderate income area. Now, you know, how do you know that for sure based on your address and you know, whatever? You don't. You've got to talk to your lender. This is going to be something I believe that the banking community, the SBA lenders, are going to have to get well familiar with because that, I mean, it's going to be tough, you know, sort of, you know, sort of validating where these businesses are located. Is that, don't you agree? Yeah, I think that's one of the one of the outstanding questions is how does how is that going to work exactly? And obviously, banks are sophisticated, SBA sophisticated, and so I think they'll be able to do it just based on the address. Um, but it does add sort of a new element to, to the applications um, or at least the review of the applications for these uh, PPP loans. The, the, the whole reason why you know, this got brought up and why, why there's such a focus on these LMIs, these low moderate income areas, is that it is a, um, you know, all the d- data shows that the first round of PPP and, and the stimulus, um, you know, a lot of businesses that are in these LMI areas were really ignored. And they didn't get the money they needed and they were really, really hurting. And they kind of got, you know, other businesses in non-low to moderate area, you know, income areas got ahead of the line and got the money before a lot of it, you know, ran out. So that wasn't good. So on this next round of stimulus, this new legislation, there are like specific set-asides uh, for these businesses because, the, you know, the government wants to make sure that the banks are getting the money out to these businesses. So, do you want to, you know, I, I don't know how relevant this is, Thad, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Do, do you have some notes on the on what the set-asides are for starters? Yep, I, I do. And first, I'll just say, you know, if you think about the mission of SBA lending and sort of why, you know, why the agency exists, it's really to fill gaps in the credit markets and, you know, provide access to capital for businesses that otherwise aren't able to get it because of gaps in the market. And so, you know, it's it's at the core of the mission, but sometimes in practice that becomes hard, especially with something like the PPP program, where everybody in the country, you know, um, sort of had a, a shortage and needed and needed funds. And so, um, you know, this is a more targeted approach where they've said, all right, how can we make sure that those that really need the money the most, those that have these, you know, gaps and are in these underserved areas, that the funds are are reaching them. And so one of the ways they did it, you know, the for the PPP program, there was $284 billion allocated in this, in this last stimulus bill. And what they did was create sort of carve-outs or set-asides where they said at least this amount needs to go, you know, to these different buckets. And so um, for the 
LMI loans, the, um, the, the census tract um, areas that you talked about, um, they have $15 billion set aside uh, for, um, for PPP loans, and then an additional $25 billion set aside for, those second, uh, for that second round of, of loans, those coming back for a second loan. Um, and so that's a, you know, that's a, a, a pretty significant chunk. So I'm going to jump in there and just clarify, um, because that's absolutely correct. Um, so if you haven't gotten a PPP loan, um, you know, there's 15 billion set aside for you for those first loans. And like Thad just said, an additional 25 billion has been set aside for those that got a first loan, but now they want to go for a second loan. And guys, I got to, I also have to just make sure, you know, we're clear on this. The, um, you know, the, the banks have gotten like a, they're getting a list of requirements from the SBA. They're going to have to report back to the SBA um, on how they're spending the government's money and they will be held accountable for the fact that they're spending it on these low and moderate income businesses. Um, so there, it, it's going to be a close eye and I guarantee the media is going to be keeping a close eye on this too. So it's important. So Thad, I'm sorry to interrupt you. You're about to say something more. No, I, I um, that's uh, very helpful. And I agree. I think this is one of the areas, you know, that got a lot of attention uh, the first time around. And so uh, people are going to be really scrutinizing this, making sure that, you know, the folks that really needed these loans were able to get them. Um, and then another thing that they're doing, and, and we saw that, uh, saw this this week uh, with when the lending opened on um, Monday for sort of a first round loan. And then on Wednesday for those second rounds is they're targeting institutions um, that serve uh, underserved communities. Uh, so CDFIs, uh, CDCs, community development uh, companies, um, these are the sort of mission-based local lenders that serve underserved areas. Uh, micro lenders were also part of that. They got to go first. So they got to start um, offering PPP loans on Monday and they had $15 billion that was um, targeted towards, um, that was set aside uh, for them um, and then you also had another $15 billion um, that was for really small lenders, small credit unions, um, farm lenders, some, um, some different institutions that also got a $15 billion set aside. So, you know, there's, there's a whole array of lenders. You've got fintech, obviously, you've got big banks, you've got community banks, um, but you also have uh, these other nonprofit type lenders. Um, that really focus on reaching these communities. And so they tried to make sure there were carve outs for them as well. You know, and that I got, I have to say something. I, I, I literally just wrote a piece about this for The Guardian, which will come out. Um, it'll probably be out by the time this, this podcast is published. But um, a little tough love here, guys. I mean, if you are located in a low to immediate, moderate income area, um, there is a lot of funding available for you. Um, and, and they're making it, you know, a, you know, a priority to get this money out to businesses in those areas. So what you have got to do, I mean, they're not going to knock on your door. Nobody's going to come to your home. You know, you've got to, you know, step up and you have got to, you know, take action to make sure you can take advantage of this stuff. So you want to look for mission-based community lenders in your area, community development, financial institutions, CDFIs certified development companies, CDCs, minority depository institutions, they're called MDIs, and even SBA microloan. Google those for your wherever area you're at, um, and you will find that these, these, these companies, these organizations are flush with money from the, you know, from the government, and they're looking to lend it out. 
And even, you know, not only that, but they, these organizations have resources, you know, education consultants that will help you through the process as well. So don't ignore this. Um, so please take advantage of it. And I will now get off of my soapbox. Um, Thad, one final thing before I let you go. We, we had a conversation separately about the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program, but there, you know, that program, again, it's loans through the, through the Small Business Administration, but there's special grants for businesses in low to moderate income areas. Can I ask you to revisit that? Yep, and they call them the idle advance uh, grants. And so essentially it's $10,000 that a business could go, you know, get very quickly. Um, and the idea was kind of to hold them over, you know, until other funding uh, came through. And, you know, first time around, there was a huge surge in demand for that. And it got a little messy, uh, took longer um, than, than folks wanted it to. And so, they have uh, for the second tranche of money um, that came through for um, for idle loans. They have um, prioritized um, those in low income communities, and so um, you can get you can get the full ten thousand dollars if you only got three thousand last time. You can come back for the for the full amount, and um, essentially you'll be first in line and be prioritized to make sure you get that that idle advance. That's excellent. And again, you're going to apply for those advances on the SBA's website, which is sba.gov. So great information, Thad. Fantastic. Uh, before I let you go, anything else to add about businesses in low to moderate income areas? I know we sort of covered it all. Yeah, I don't think so. It's just, a, you know, knowing what your options are and finding out what, what the best fit is and, and, and finding a lender that can, you know, help you through the process. And, and as you said, uh, some of these mission-based lenders and communities they have counselors, they have resources to, to help folks get these loans. They do. And one final thing I will add, um, you know, I'm a certified public accountant, and I can tell you that um, your state accounting society, your, uh, you know, Tennessee Society of Accountants or New York, you know, Society of Accountants, you can Google for your state accounting associations or societies. They provide volunteers to help businesses. Uh, particularly in low to moderate income areas. And, and many of these societies have resources that will help you go through the uh, application process to, to, get, you know, to get the money that you need. So uh, again, I know it's just th th there, are, there are people out there who want to help and there is a lot of money available for you if you're in a low to moderate income area. Please, please take advantage of it. There are a lot of people that are relying on you and depending on you to do that. So. Thad Inge is the Senior Manager of Government Relations for Paycheck. That, as usual, you're awesome. Thank you for all your great information. Um, for more information on running your business through the pandemic and beyond, uh, please visit us at paychecks.com forward slash works. That's W-O-R-X. My name is Gene Marks. Thanks for joining us now. We look forward to seeing you again in the future. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2021. All rights reserved.